Welcome to BBRO October's Beatcast. I'm Francesca Broom, your host and Knowledge Exchange Manager for BBRO. Great to see the harvesters are now rolling across the Sugar Beet area and our trials team are busy lifting the first of the trials. So let's join them and Stephen Aldous to find out how things are progressing. Stephen, what a lovely day to be meeting you out in the field and um, to see the harvester about to start. Yeah, so we've had good conditions here at Morley. We had a, a rain about a week ago and ground conditions are really good for lifting. So yeah, we're just uh, gearing up, we'll put the first bags through the harvester this morning and uh, we'll be in full flight by the end of the week, hopefully. We're having a little look in the bags here, so the size of the feet is brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, so there was a bit of a, a mixed uh, establishment here, slightly second germination, so you can see a few smaller beet in there, but generally, yeah, we're looking at uh, a kilo, a kilo and a half of root. Uh, so yeah, a good sample and uh, lifting well. And also on this, uh, left a fair bit of um, green top to that. To be fair, Chairs, you picked out the first bag of the season <laughs> and there is a bit too much top on there. Um, but yeah, uh, we use a defoliator rather than scalpers for the trials. Um, but yeah, I mean, you'll see as you go up the plots, um, we have hit them a bit harder just to get rid of some of that green. Especially if we were looking to store these, that's quite an excessive amount of green to have in the clamp. But, um, and yeah. these are going to actually go into the uh, tear house, aren't they? Yes, so um, these plots here are for the RL, so we, uh, we have to align with the factory when we're going to start lifting, so they're on a time limit. So um, these won't actually be the first ones we lift. We'll wait until uh, Friday before we, we have a go at these. So what we actually got here, you've got a number of plots. Yeah, so what we stood in here is the RL. Uh, so these are all the varieties that might come through onto the list next year. And like I said, this is the first one we're going to lift. So fully treated, so it's had a fungicide program and like I said, it's clean and healthy. And uh, this will be the first data set to feed into the RL program. Yeah, even the, the stuff still in the, in the ground looks brilliant. But what about the Conviso Smart ones? I know you've got them here. So for the RL trial itself, we have to apply standard treatments. So those will receive conventional herbicides. So you wouldn't see any differences within these trials. Uh, and it's something that we're working on to include how do we incorporate the data when we do use that Conviso spray opposed to the conventional herbicides we're used to. We're expecting to probably see a few more of the be so smart varieties coming on in future aren't we yes yeah and i think as more breeders get involved with that technology it will justify uh, an additional set of trials perhaps that can uh, inform growers of the benefits of that that one spray or a combination of the one spray with conventional the conditions here are fantastic I mean, we, they, you couldn't really ask for more but what about the rest of the growing region so it's difficult uh, with limited travel around the area, but I'm very aware that, you know, around the Berry area and South Berry, it's, it's very dry. Uh, we were fortunate to get a significant rain here a week ago, and that's, you know, softened ground conditions up enough for lifting. Um, I'm sure there are plenty of growers south of us that are hoping for a rain because lifting when it's that dry is obviously very difficult and hard on the machines, but it's not ideal for your beet sample either. It's, I don't know, 18 degrees here today. And you can see some bruising already on some of these roots, so we want to be as careful as we can while ambient temperatures are this warm, really, for storage. And also, what do you think about the dirt tears um, across the region? I mean, these, these are OK. There's obviously very little dirt in this sample. 
again, from what I've seen, dirt tears are running low. I think the factory average is around the 3% mark, so that's very positive. Even, you know, with our plot harvester, which has limited cleaning on it, I mean, these are nearly spotless. So, yeah, really positive start for the campaign with regard to dirt tear. And I actually thought you cleaned them all just for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, again, fortunately, even the first bag through the harvester, I mean, there's very little, little soil on there. So, uh, yeah, it's really good for us. And... Uh, in contrast to last year when we were trying to lift here, this is uh, a fantastic start to the season. Yeah, and as you say, you know, it's a little bit of bruising showing on them, but um, virtually the whole route has come out. It's a, most of the tap still there as well. Yeah, yeah, really, really pleased, and uh, I just hope this weather holds for us to get a few RLs under our belt. <laughs> yeah, so do we. Weather holds and the, uh, the, the fuel lasts, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, I mean, that's the next concern, that we've got to get all the staff to the field and home again, so uh, there's always another challenge. So you've talked about the factories are actually running. Any idea roughly what the sugars are showing at the moment? Again, I, I get the factory averages that a lot of you will see, and I think high 16 seems to be the message I'm getting. I, I know some of the guys in drier conditions are seeing them slightly elevated, where they haven't had the rainfall, so up into the 18s and the odd 19, I've heard. But, uh, yeah, you know, 16s, it's uh, positive on your adjusted tone. The green canopies we've got in these these trials and these fields, you know, hopefully we're sugars are going to continue to climb while we get this good weather. I was going to say, I think most people have been pleased with the late sun. Uh, I think we've been lifting with the autumn cloud that we saw earlier in the season. We would have been struggling, wouldn't we? But you never know, we might have another two, three weeks of sunshine as yet. So those that can get on, what should they be doing if they need to stall? Oh, well, I mean, the lorry shortage is another curveball for us to deal with. I mean, we'd always advise trying to get beat moved as quickly as possible, but obviously uh, logistics is very difficult at the moment. I guess for me, <laughs> the things on farm that we can do is, you know, when we're clamping beet, let's not push it up. Let's, it doesn't need to be a flat fit finish on the top. Let's get plenty of air around the beet and keep it cool because these daytime temperatures are still very warm um, and we want to keep that beet as cool as possible. And we are still looking at short-term storage, aren't we? So you yes. don't need to be planning too far ahead. No, I would hope no one's considering long-term storage at this point, although diversions there's so many different things going on this campaign there's always the odd question but yeah i mean i would like to think beat wouldn't be in clamp more than a week at this point people are going to have no option but to have a, a short-term storage this year in some cases what are your thoughts about varieties or disease ratings as to what to get out there first uh, from my point of view with the harvesting background, I mean, soil type's always a big one for me. If I've got land that I know is heavy or can be difficult, uh, once the uh, autumn weather kicks in, I'd want to get that lifted. But equally, look at the, the health of the crop. Um, it might not necessarily be related to variety, although there is information out there on that. Have a look at each individual field. And as we stand in you know, a nice green canopy, I'd be more than happy to take this forward into October, November, December because it is still growing. But obviously there are those those crops which haven't fared as well, although it's it's not too bad this year. There's always going to be a, a priority of which one should go forward. Yeah, I mean, looking across here, there's a small splattering of Socospora amongst it, but generally all of the varieties look quite clean, don't they? Yeah, so, you know, part of the RL protocol... Uh, for disease scoring is it, it starts when we get to 5% and uh, actually this trial hasn't even reached that threshold so um, there's so little difference between the varieties on disease in here that it, it won't actually be scored. And with the RL protocol, what is the uh, use of fungicides? I'm assuming this has had two on here. 
So yeah, it's farm standard typically, although we are quite keen, especially after the pressure from last year to get on early. So yeah, this will have had two uh, standard fungicides. But I would just urge a bit of caution for those considering lifting to make sure you're interval is correct for harvesting on that uh, second fungicide yeah and there's normally sort of between 21 to 36 days isn't it yeah and especially you know for our earlier sites that's one of our drivers for getting going early because it otherwise we could be held up with a, a fungicide waiting to to lift so so we're looking obviously at the rl today but what is your order of um lifting for the different trials we have oh it's uh Geographically, uh, so we do have sites that we specify for early lifting. So treated RLs will feature in there. We've got aphicide trials. Uh, we've got some pellet trials uh, and some different R&D going on, all uh, acceptable for early lifting. Obviously, the untreated trials we need to leave into November, so that forms part of our scheduling. And obviously, we have to work in with our host growers as well. They have a lift schedule and all that planning starts back. Well, we're now starting next year's planning, so we're identifying early lift, late lift, uh, and starting to place trials already. So, so you can sympathise with the contractors that are getting moved all around the place just trying to lift. Um, oh, we can just see a fuel lorry <laughs> going past. That's quite nice to see today. <laughs> no, so you can sympathise with um, contractors that have to travel all over the area but for BBRO and for your field team it's even harder because you're not lifting in the same kind of pattern so you could be lifting RL in Morley today, Lincolnshire tomorrow and then back to Morley in two three days to lift something else can't you so it's not easy to plan out what you're doing when. No, so there is, a, there is a full schedule for what we anticipate will be our lift, but weather will play a big part in uh, if we can stick to that plan. We do try and lift whole sites at once, so everything here will go this week, just for efficiency, you know, harvesters going on lorries, etc. So yeah, it is a big logistical challenge, and there's a lot of thought that goes into placing the relevant trials on the right sites to allow us to be as efficient as possible come harvest. And do you know roughly how many hectares you're going to have to lift for just the trials? So, I mean, we're stood in a, a nine hectare field and we'll probably lift about, I don't know, three hectares of trial I think we've got in here. So it sounds a very small amount, but with all the buffer strips, the on-offs for the sprayers, when we, you know, if we've got an aphicide trial there, we obviously can't apply commercial aphicide, so we can apply it as the trial. It's amazing, you know, uh, Paul was in here yesterday with the commercial machine opening up for us. And as you look around, there's a lot of bare ground. Uh, but some nice islands of trials just for us to come in and, and take now. So Islands of green, which is great to see. You've got most of the team here with you today, and does it normally take sort of three or four of you here to lift? Yeah, it is uh, quite labour-intensive, so you've obviously got an operator on the, uh, on the harvester, uh, two people uh, putting the, the sample bags on that you can see in front of us, and then we're also putting in a barcode label, tying the bag, and we'll also be loading the lorry. So there's a whole host of things all going on at once. So we typically run with four or five people when we're harvesting. Yeah, and it's our plot row harvester, is, as you say. It's only taking three rows at a time, doesn't it? Yeah. So it is a six-row machine, uh, but we lift two three-row plots at once. So you'll see uh, uh, trails of uh, tw twins of bags left behind, and they're, they're all in place where they were lifted. The label will get put on them, so we can follow that sample right through the factory, and then we'll get the sugar analysis back at the end. And do the team rotate, or is it a case of flipping a coin as to who gets to sit in the tractor? Uh, we do rotate depending on the trial and the site and uh, who's doing what. So yeah, we do try and skill share and make sure everyone's appreciates what the others are doing at the same time. But then I don't suppose anyone minds being out in weather like this, do they? 
No, there was a question if they could wear shorts earlier, so I don't think anyone's going to be too, uh, too against putting bags on at the moment. So we've just talked about the team, Stephen, so it's great to actually see them all hard at work here. Um, I can see them with the knives out, so they're checking through the beat at the moment. So we bring the commercial harvester through, uh, separate the plots out, uh, but we just have to make sure there are no roots left between the plots that could contaminate the sample going in and disrupt the, uh, the sugar analysis. I mean, there's still a fair few of good-sized beet coming out, isn't there? Yeah, so obviously we drill straight through these and we hoe them, etc., and back in the spring. But um, we always leave a few behind when we're lifting, so it, uh, we just come, come by hand with beet hooks and just pull out any stragglers that are left behind, really. Um, so who's going to be driving the harvester first to do the lifting? I don't know if anyone wants to put their hand up for the first trial of the season. I'd imagine that'll be me. Ah, Chris. So you joined BBRO, was it like two years now? Uh, two and a half. This is your third harvest. Uh, you looking forward to it? Yeah. Yeah, we've started opening up yesterday. Um, we hope to start with the harvesting tomorrow and conditions are looking good. Beats are coming up clean and yields look to be pretty good as well. So this is your site here, Chris. Yes, it is. Um, it's looking very good. I don't want to you know, give you too big a head for it, <laughs> but um, yeah, can you tell us a little bit about what you've been up to on the site? Um, so from the start of the season, um, establishment was pretty quick, fairly fairly quick towards the 12 true lease stage. Uh, even now at the end of the season, very low virus uh, and also very low disease for the area. Yeah, and a good loamy soil here? Yeah. Yeah, so while you've been busy here, I know you've got the rest of the team that have joined you and helped out. Um, I suppose one of the easiest um, people to call upon is going to be our young Richard here, your second harvest for BBRO. Uh, no, I've been involved with harvesting beet at home before, a commercial machine, so it's quite good to come here and see the trials harvesters and do something a bit different, really. Now, I know you live around here in Morley, so are the um, fields at home looking as good as these? Yeah, they're looking pretty good at the minute. Similar low levels of virus, not too much disease, nice canopy. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sure the family appreciate your uh, your knowledge of what you're learning with us. Yeah, hopefully a little bit. Yeah, yeah, picking up on a few things. <laughs> it's probably trying to persuade everyone to agree with the same decisions as you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you've just finished your basis course, haven't you? Uh, I nearly finished it. Yeah, I've got exams in January, uh, so I've done most of the coursework, and then. Fingers crossed I'll pass and yeah. And you've also got a project on this site, haven't you? Uh, I have, yeah. So my trial here at Morley uh, is based on the demo strips that people have been and visited. Uh, so there's all 15 varieties. I've got four fungicide treatments and some untreated plots as well to compare um, possible variety resistance to Cospora. I, I, I imagine that's quite a challenge to do fungicide in a year where there's very little disease around, but have you actually been able to see much difference between the four products? The last assessment I did last week has started to show some differences. The earlier assessments, there isn't really much to choose between them, but hopefully going forward I'll see some bigger differences. And obviously your report from this work is going to go for your basis points, isn't it, your basis course, yeah. but uh, is there any chance that we'll be able to use that BBRO? I'm hoping that we'll be able to perhaps let people yeah. know the results. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely, yeah, we can do that. You never know, maybe in a couple of years' time we'll have you on the platform at the Winter Technical yeah. Events. <laughs> We've also got another one, uh, well, new member to the team, and that's Keely, who joins us. She's a one-year placement for BBRO, so this is not only your first sugar beet harvest, but it's actually your first time sort of on the sugar beet farm, isn't it? Indeed it is. It's my first time being able to be around a farm, specifically in sugar beet. Um, I've learned so much since being here. Obviously, I've only really been here for a couple of months now, 
now. Uh, it's getting to the end of September, so that'll be my second month gone. And I've just learned so much. The field team's great and friendly, and I get on really well with Stephen, and all the activities I do, I really enjoy. And have they allowed you on the tractor yet? Indeed, they have. Um, I had someone come and show me on the John Deere that we're using currently at the moment. Uh, so I've never really been the most confident with newer tractors. I've always been involved in much older ones, so with all the newest technology inside, I sort of look at it and feel a bit overwhelmed. So it's really nice to be able to be taught the ins and outs. And we also have one old hand on the farm, if I can say that to you, Ollie. <laughs> Again, yeah, not been with us too long, but you've certainly settled into the, your role within BBRO. How are you finding it? Yeah, no, it's been, uh, yeah, I've been there just over a year now, year and a half, so it's my second season uh, lifting beat. But yeah, no, it's uh, been a learning curve, so probably joined during COVID, so it was a bit difficult, bits and pieces, but good ideas going forward. Um, got some, yeah, getting some new, new machines and equipment, sort of progressing our sort of hand on yeah, what, we've, what we can do and what we can try going forward, different trials. So um, yeah, I think the future's looking good and bright and interesting. Yeah, and while it's dry, we've all got smiles on our faces. Well, call back to Stephen again, because uh, Ollie's just mentioned new machine. Um, what is it you've just now treated yourself to? Well, uh, it's sort of a reaction to the last two harvests, really. Uh, obviously, we've all, we've all experienced difficult lifting conditions, uh, and it's sort of more exaggerated with the trials because we're trying to be so delicate with them. So we have, uh, whilst we're using our standard machine today, while it's dry, we have um, provision for a, a wet weather machine, so just additional cleaning to allow those plots to go through the factory that bit easier and save uh, the tear house staff some headaches during the night. So, And I'm sure you'll all enjoy driving it too, won't you? Well, as long as we can keep bags coming out of the field, we'll all be happy. So, uh, yeah, just give us that flexibility when the weather conditions aren't quite with us. Lovely. Right, well, thank you very much for your time and uh, I'll let you get, all get back to the hard work. As we leave Stephen and the team at Morley, our thoughts will very soon be turning to next year and making our varietal choices. If you need any help with this, look out for the BBRO RL 2022 tour video, which will be with you very soon. Good luck with your harvest and thank you for listening. <laughs>